Welcome to Startup Stable Success. I'm your host, John Vanderveer, and Aaron Carapella is not with me today, but I have the privilege to interview my good friend, John Thomas with Precision Fitness. Hey, John, how's it going? I mean, I'm doing good. I'm exhausted as usual, worn out almost every single day, but I'm doing great. Yeah. Well, John is, uh, like I said, he's the owner of Precision Fitness. He runs that with his wife, Sarah. And John, tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah, so we're uh, we're both personal trainers. Uh, we also have a, f- a farm here in Fort Gibson and um, looking to grow food and um, you know for our clients and also uh, provide nutrition coaching as well. So I work with a lot of athletes in, in our area, but um, it's a wide range of people. I'm just trying to get them fit, trying to get them healthy, trying to get them active, trying to get them to eat a little bit better, you know, yeah. all those sorts of things just to improve their health in general. Oh, yeah. You've been on me about this for a while. So <laughs> I want to say on on you, you know, next to you. But. No, John's been very helpful. Uh, not too long ago, uh, I had a back surgery, and he's helped me a lot with different things to do uh, before and after, and he's been a huge benefit for me. Um, but we're actually at in the middle right now. We are set up in his gym on his property on his farm. So if you hear any chickens in the background or anything like that, we are literally on a farm right now. So that's actually kind of how John and I met. I went to school with his wife, Sarah. I think she's like three or four years younger than me. And I knew her and I knew her brother a little more, Josh. Uh, He was, uh, I think, a year older than me. But we were at the farmer's market uh, set up and John came walking up with his little family. And we started talking and realized the connection that we had. That's, That's how we met. Yep. Yep. And then I had that connection with that first bite of bread that you guys had made and sourdough. Was, oh man and so we've been hooked on that ever since so thanks to you guys that's you know sarah makes sourdough she sells it that's, that's one of the part of our revenue revenue um sources of our, of our business as well yeah and i will tell you one of my favorite things this is kind of funny but whenever sarah first started making it you guys came over for dinner one night and uh, she was going to make it, and it didn't rise well, so it was really thin. And she was, she said something about it. she didn't want to bring it because yeah. she learned how to make it from Haley. Oh, yeah. But because it was so thin and how we toasted it, and we were eating it with, uh, I think we were doing Italian stuff. I can't remember now. Yeah, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, I was like, we need to well, start making Sarah it like still didn't think, Sarah still didn't think it was good, regardless of what you said. Oh, she it was, was so good. She was embarrassed, but it's all right. Yeah. Hey, way better now. So. Oh, and it's it's beautiful, too. Yeah. 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 She doesn't spend a whole lot of time, um, you know, make them look all extra fancy, you know, because we devour them so quick. You know, yeah. it's like, hey, just as long as it as long as it's edible, you know, it looks it, it, it uh, you know, rises well, does its thing. doesn't matter to me. Well, hey, at least you get some. I only get the only time I ever get it anymore because Haley makes it all the time. But mm-hmm. we sell like oh, we yeah. sell out of it all the time. Right. So the only way that I get any of it is if she forgets it's in the oven and it barely burns a little bit or mm-hmm. if it doesn't rise properly or if it's not the pretty ones right they still taste the same they just don't look the same well if i, if I want some i've got to stir the starters and all that stuff you know and yeah um you know no she, she usually handles all that but sometimes she she definitely recruits my help to get it to get it done but oh yeah i gladly do it so oh for sure and it's because i mean it takes it's three days mm-hmm. to make a loaf of sourdough so normally when Haley does it she's doing 20 or so at right. a time and God. You know, especially like on day two when there's bowls literally lining Mm -hmm. everything uh, in our kitchen. Uh, You just can't do anything else in there while stuff is rising. But we need another kitchen. That's what we need. (laughs) But anyway, John and I have the connection through uh, farming um, as well. Mm -hmm. It's like, as you guys know, I I live on a little two and a half acre farm. And uh, whenever I first met John, we were in the process of purchasing uh, this farm. Cause at that time we had like some chickens and some quail and 
uh, small garden. But when we met John, he brought us out to his property. And at the time, he wasn't living here yet, but you had already started your garden mm-hmm. uh, at that point. And you were doing it in a way that I have never seen before. So that kind of sparked some conversation. And uh, I mean, I've learned a lot about how I do gardening now based on things that I've learned from you, mm-hmm. which is that's been been huge. And the cool thing, too, is like I've taken some of the things I've learned from you and then some of the things I've learned from other farmers and kind of put those things together. Yep, same exact thing here. Um, and it, I mean, it works great because mm-hmm. sometimes certain things work for you one way and it doesn't work as well for somebody else just because of where they're at. Right. So like for me, I have a lot of clay where I'm at. So like mm-hmm. my soil is way different than what your soil is here. Mm-hmm. But how big is your farm here? Um, it's about seven acres, just under seven acres. So. Seven acres. And this is, I haven't been here in a while, but let's see. If, let me see if I can remember all this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have chickens. Mm-hmm. You have ducks. Yep. You have uh, mini zebu cows. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cooney cooney pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anything think, other than like barn it. cats? No, uh, no. They don't count. They don't count. Cats and dogs don't count. Cats, okay. In, in, in what we're counting here. Yeah, no, that's it. That's, that's it good. We now. have so many dogs, so <laughs> I'm really glad that doesn't count. So we do a lot of the same stuff. We also do it in different ways as well. Another benefit for me of coming to your place is our like out of our local area, there are two coffee shops that are my favorite coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like three minutes down the road from you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 And I feel bad because I always call them AB mm-hmm. because I don't know their actual name. Mm-hmm. And it's my friends that own it too. And they've told me a lot of different times. So uh, Chad uh, Noel, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, still don't know the name of your coffee <laughs> shop. But if you search AB Coffee and Fort Gibson, there you go. Yep. So get to come over here and drink some coffee with my good friend and catch up on some stuff and see what he's got going on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about whenever you first started your business. What happened to make you decide... Uh, I want to go into business. Like I, I want to do my own thing. Um, well, I, I had been working for J Dunn construction up in Kansas city for a long time. Awesome construction company up there. Um, commercial construction. They're uh, fairly large, you know, multiple offices around the country. And, um, you know, so I was in their superintendent trainee program. They were training me up to, um, to be a superintendent run jobs for them out, out on the field. And, you know, it's a great job, great opportunity, but just realized it wasn't for me. You know, I, I, I enjoyed working with people, um, but the doing those projects, I just it didn't feel fully fulfilled. Yeah. Um, you know, and so started looking for ways to change my career, basically. And so I uh, started coaching CrossFit. And so, you know, I was coaching CrossFit while working for J.E. Dunn still. And I was thinking, you know what, I've got to go to the gym to go to go coach like that's that's an inefficient use of my time, you know, and I've got to drive all that to make this amount, you know? And so I was like, what if I, um, took my construction knowledge and built a gym on the back of our house. And so that's what we did. So, and then I started training people out of, out of our house, um, since we had a, a gym there. Have I shown you the pictures of, of all that? I don't think so. Oh man. I, I liked the layout a little bit better. It had much taller ceilings. Yeah. Um, but this, the floor space is, is a lot bigger. So this works out a little bit better for us now, but back then it, it worked out great. So I'd work out, my wife would work out. I would, um, I'd go to work, you know, I'd come home, train, train people and just making a little bit of extra income there and decided to figure it out. You know, what, how much would it take for us to save up for me to be able to quit J Dunn and pursue this full time. And so we set that dollar amount and whenever we hit that dollar amount, I quit and started pursuing it full time. Just went for it. Yep. 
That's it. So whenever you started, did you start out just like word of mouth or did you have a website that you do any kind of promotion or marketing or anything like that? No, the, I think my, my first few clients were some friends and then also some other clients from the, the, the CrossFit gym that I had previously coached at or mul- I coached at multiple gyms. And so yeah. just knowing people through that, um, those were my, my first clients. And so, and then started a, a website, which I barely maintain or anything like that. So it's not like I got a whole lot of traffic that way. It's all, it's from the get go. It's always been pretty much word of mouth. Yeah. Even though I know and I've been told all these things, like here's how you maximize your, you know, or SEO and all, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I have yet to implement that stuff. But you also but, too, though, I mean, you, you work every single day and train every single day, except for Friday. You yep. said Friday's your farm day. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. every day's fr- every day, every day's pretty much farm day. Well, yeah, but, uh, but, but yeah, Friday, I, I try to just focus on just farm stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. And that's, that's great too. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so what, what was the decision to, uh, cause you guys were in Kansas city. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you guys decide to move to Fort Gibson? Um, a lot of it was financial. Like we, when, when COVID hit, we basically couldn't see any clients. And so our income stopped, you know, we didn't have any, any other like online, like training programs or anything available at that time. Yeah. We will here in the future, but you know, when people weren't coming in in the doors, we weren't making any money, you know? And so we started thinking, what, what are we going to do? You know? And I know going back to construction was, was not, uh, my first option, you know, not that I, yeah. I wouldn't have done that if I had to, but, uh, you know, it wasn't an option. So I had to f- figure something else out. And so moving down here, you know, where, where Sarah's from, um, and move closer to her family, it's a lot cheaper living down here, you know? Yeah. And so that's what made us uh, come down here. Yeah. Cause Sarah's gosh, grandparents, mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, brother. Yep. Yeah. Like, her whole family. Everybody's around here. Yep. And, um, so yeah, that's what made us come down here and I, I love it down here. Uh, are Sarah's parents, are they still at that big white house that they were at? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, um, well, it's just, you know, probably a, a mile from here through, yeah. through the, through the woods. That's there. a man, their property. Great, when you go down their driveway, mm-hmm. every time I've been to their house and it was morning or evening, they're just loaded with deer down mm-hmm. there. Like so cool. Yeah, every every time you know during during that season, yeah, they're always there. So I always stop, roll down the window. Oh man, so. it's it's beautiful. There's actually if you go and go out of their driveway and you first come up, mm-hmm. uh, and there's like a neighborhood up there. Mm-hmm. On if you're leaving their house on the right hand side, there's a white house there that my grandpa built. Yeah, you told me about that. That yeah. house is awesome. Yeah, that with, house. With the big circle drive. Yeah, I, we uh, at one point whenever. Me and my wife were looking for a house. We looked at that house. Because, I mean, that house, because most houses are built with two by fours. Mm -hmm. My grandpa built that for him. Two by sixes. So it's two by sixes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what he was doing. (laughs) Yeah. But then after they sold the house, sorry, this is off topic, but after they sold the house, um, the people that had it for a while, the bank ended up taking the house back, and Mm -hmm. those people got mad and they poured concrete down all the drains. Dang. So then they hired my grandpa to come back in. And he actually went and broke out all that stuff again. That's messed up. <laughs> so I that's know that's awful. But <laughs> so in Kansas, you had your business going, you mm-hmm. had your clientele, um, but then you guys moved back here. Right, right. Uh, so when you moved back here, did you move back and automatically like already have some clients lined up or like? No, no, not at all, actually. And, you know, a lot of people who we talked who we talked to say, Hey, we're thinking about moving to Fort Gibson. You're like, well, there's not as many clients down there, you know, or potential clients down there. It's like Kansas city, we had a whole bunch of people. 
And so, you know, we thought about that, but it's like, hey, if we feel that the Lord's calling us back or calling Sarah back to Fort Gibson, calling us to Fort Gibson, then that's the way we're going to, yeah, that's where we're going to go. And so, you know, getting started down here, we, we, we knew people through, through Sarah. So they had seen, you know, stuff online. They, they, they may have seen some of my like coaching videos or something like that. So it's not like I was a brand new face to the community, but you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I had to find more clients. And so when we first moved down here, I didn't do any, any coaching at all. We were trying to figure out, Hey, what, what we were going to do for, for living long-term and trying to figure all that out. And so my time was spent focused and planning on that and researching. We went to Texas cause we thought we were going to build a, a small house here on like the front corner of the property at one point, but that plan didn't, 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 uh, come to fruition. So anyway, so I ended having to change our plans. Um, you know, so for a few months, I didn't do any coaching at all. And then there's a uh, local gym. So I started uh, coaching, training out of there, met a couple or met really only had about one, like one or two clients there and only had about one steady client. And again, just thinking back to, man, I got to drive, you know, 15 minutes here, you know, get set up, drive 15 minutes back. Like that's, that time adds up, you know, when you're seeing just, just one person. And so I knew we wanted to have another home gym. It was just a what point in time that that was gonna that was gonna happen and yeah. so you know fortunately we, when, whenever we were able to to move in here and, and or start renovations i started renovating the gym pretty much the same time as the house as well kind of but i started seeing clients before we even moved into the house so yeah just kind of set up you know a little spot here in the in the corner and um oh yeah when, i've seen know, i've that, seen yeah. all levels of expansion yeah. here yep even out, out in the barn you know i uh, one of my first few athletes that I was training, we trained out there for a little bit because the because yep. this gym space wasn't available, and so yep. um, yeah, I'm actually standing right directly behind me is a sign that I made yep. for you guys. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, got the. Was it always there? Did we put it over there at one point on the opposite wall? Yeah, I think so. And then I had to move that all the, the oh, okay, storage okay. over there. Okay. But uh, but yeah, and so now it's just been word of mouth. I I started working with with athletes. Uh, you know, guys my age, you know, like you, like, like you mentioned, you know, we yeah. I just actually came to your house and showed you a few stretches and things yeah. like that, right? Um, but, yeah, I get to train all, all sorts of people throughout, throughout Fort Gibson, and it's a lot of fun. It's fun being able to coach the kids and also be able to coach their dads. Like one of my clients who I go to church with, I get to coach his son. I also get to coach him as well. And so yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. It's grown, it's grown tremendously, and I'm very thankful for where we're at right now. For sure, man. Yeah. yeah, it's it's cool to see all the posts and stuff that you guys put up. One of my favorite things about John is you can say, hey, John, do a backflip, and he can do a backflip. Oh, man, I don't know about <laughs> that. You it's a good thing you can't put me Nobody can see me attempt it here on the spot. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've seen him do it. Uh, here, I'll, I'll make uh, it sound like I did. All right, ready? Here, three, three two, one. Oh, wow. Got it. <laughs> that was man, impressive. Man, <laughs> That was the cleanest one I've ever seen you do, actually. So, good job. Um, you can edit that. <laughs> so, when it comes to uh, marketing, your marketing is more of, it's word of mouth. It's what people see, what you're doing. Like, you post online a lot. You do, like, a lot of little uh, short, like, little story videos I, and stuff. I have in the past, and that stuff has been has been good to get some information out there. But recently, I've since, since our the farm side of our business has has grown so much. Mm-hmm. I haven't posted as many, as many things, uh, yeah. you know, recently, but we're still getting more clients. And so there hasn't been like a negative correlation of yeah. posts, you know, to, well, you've, you've been doing, don't you do stuff with uh, the four Gibson wrestling team? I, I do 
some stuff with, with, with a few of the, the individuals, okay. not necessarily, um, you know, with, with the, the team officially or anything like that. Okay, yeah, okay. I've got a couple clients that wrestle for Coach Jay, and I get to help them out whenever I can when, when they come here. And he also lets me use, the, use his room as well if I need to um, spend some time with, the, with them in there, too. So yeah, because it's, it's, yeah, I've seen some, like, clips and stuff from you in the gym because you, mm-hmm. you have a wrestling background, too. Yeah, yeah, I started when I was three and wrestled all through high school. So, yep, have a background. A love, love-hate relationship for it. Um, you know, growing up with it, there's a lot of uh, enjoying it at times and then hating it at times. But uh, yeah. I love it as a, a sport in general. I'm so careful now oh, with I anything I do with Impact uh, no. after my back surgery. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, I feel good. Yeah, uh, I can do stuff again, so mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Uh, a lot of that actually is from stretches that John has showed me. Uh, different things I can do to kind of help limber uh, that stuff up. And um, especially after the surgery, because after the surgery, you know, they cut through muscle and it has to heal. Mm -hmm. And so John's been a good resource for me and stuff like that. And I've also, anytime I've ever talked about any kind of doing any kind of diet or anything, I always call John and say, Hey, what do you think about this? And he'll say, yeah, this is good. Or I, yeah, I mean that it would be good, but there's too many good things in life. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's so much misinformation out there, you know, it, it's it's tough. But, you know, our business didn't start with nutrition. It was just the fitness side of things. And then yeah. I got my nutrition coaching certification. And so um, I do that, you know, do that as well. And so now... Well, it's not just you because Sarah does it as well. Sarah, Sarah does more... She's just more um, mainly per, a personal trainer, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't do a lot of the nutrition coaching. She does do give them nutrition advice whenever they ask questions, you know. Yeah. But I'm more in, in detail with it. And uh, But she's also the the queen baker as well when it comes to yeah. sourdough. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And so now, you know, along with nutrition coaching, we'll be able to start providing food for our clients. So rather than saying, yep. Hey, go, go get some eggs from the store and, you know, make an omelet, uh, with some green onions. It's like, here, let me show you, let's go get the eggs. You know, here's some duck eggs, take these home with you. Here's the green onions. You know, uh, I want you to have this for breakfast tomorrow, you know? And so that way it's, 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 it makes it a lot easier for them to be able to learn how to start eating a little bit better, you know, rather than relying on, um, you know, a fast food place or just yeah. something that easy that you can just take out of the freezer and warm up, you know, it's like they have these tangible things that they can take with them and, and learn. So, yeah, I think Haley's done uh, a handful of classes with Sarah before. Mm-hmm. Um, and she always come home, uh, like looking miserable and then <laughs> later on she was talked about how amazing she felt then yep. yeah sarah's a monster now um i tell people that she works out more than i do and they, they don't believe me and i'm like yeah she she really she really does i went and um grabbed her uh, from behind like grabbed her her arms right here yeah people can't see me but like, i felt her arms i was like dang babe like, your arms are solid so anyway she's, well i mean uh, like out of the the videos and stuff because like Haley will share with me um, videos that Sarah posts of her doing like little simple things for people to do, mm-hmm. uh, just like a little twenty-second thing that somebody can do that day. And right. uh, it was a daily thing that she did for a while. I don't know if she still does it, but um, Haley used to do those things every single day. Mm-hmm. And every time she would do it, Haley'd be like, "Look at her! Look <laughs> at her arms! Like how she's <laughs> yeah, she don't mess around. Yeah, because Sarah's she's little. Yeah, she's she's she's. I mean, ever since I've known her, she's been little. But I mean, I'm also like I'm six one, mm-hmm. so like I'm a big person. Right. But yeah, but she's yeah, you little. Don't, you don't want to mess with Sarah. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so like with any business, we you always have a period of where things like will slow down compared to be busier. So like, for example, with the travel maps business that we have, 
we always go through a lull um, during the summer most of the time. Mm -hmm. And like this last summer was a great summer, you know, compared to summers before because we're growing every year. But that's still like we know that time's coming. Before Mm -hmm. when I had the sign shop, we knew that we like near when you get to the holidays at the end of the year and at the very beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. that's whenever we're slow. That's whenever we're dead. That's Mm -hmm. whenever money that we've made before we need to make sure that we're okay for that right so with you guys do you have a season where things kind of slow down for you guys to where you have to do things to promote to get more people out and do things yeah um you know i think the more years that we have down here the easier it'll be able to see those waves you know come and go but since we've only been here such a short period of time it's hard it's hard to see those those dips you know and and those peaks however so like this this past summer we so like so last summer you know I was doing a lot of work on on the house and uh, and remodeling and stuff so I didn't didn't train as many people but this summer we offered um, an athletic club for, for younger kids you know five and six year olds a group there's a seven to ten year old group as well and they met we met twice a week and it went went great and so um, where we thought we weren't going to have many you know we ended up having. Um, a, a good amount, you know, but however, Sarah, she teaches at school. And so we didn't have that income throughout the summer either. You know, so there was a, there was a dip there, but we knew, Hey, once school starts, like I'll still be able to have these clients. Our, our clientele is growing. You're, you're coaching more classes and you're going to have your income from school as well. So it's like, we know we're going to see um, an, an increase there. So yeah, it's, it's volatile. It's, it fluctuates, but we, God has always provided for us. And so we know that to be true. And you know, our foundation isn't isn't shaken if if we have zero dollars in the account or if we've got, you know, ninety ninety thousand in the account. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So one thing that Aaron and I uh, were talking about, uh, we've said it multiple times, is success is different for every single person. Mm-hmm. For some people, they want to have the car, they want to have the house, they want to have so much money in their bank account. Uh, for me, I've talked about before that it's. I get to work from home. I get to spend a lot of time with my kids and I have a lot of freedom in my schedule. Like that's success for me. So, Mm -hmm. so for you guys, you just talked about how, um, it doesn't matter if there's a lot or little in the bank account. That still sounds like you, you still have success. Like how would you explain what success is for you? Yeah. Um, you know, success, right. You like, you, you can't put a dollar amount on it. You know, there's, there's, there's a certain thing to be said that you need, you need money for certain things you need to, you know, you do in our in our culture, in our society, how we, how we have chosen to live. You need money for those things. The modern conveniences, we want AC, we want, yeah. um, you know, Netflix, we want Internet, all that stuff. And so we make money somehow doing that, you know. But so there's a degree to how much is enough, you know. And throughout my day, at the end of the day, have I been faithful with little? And if the answer is yes, then that's success. I get to stay. I get to work from home. I get to have my gym close by home, so if I want to work out, I don't have to travel far. You know, if I uh, have friends that that want to use my gym and the hours open, it's like hey, absolutely. Here's here's the code. You know, go ahead. Like I'm able to bless people with that. I get to feed my cows and pigs every day. You know, and yeah, and and all that. I get to enjoy my life here. You know, I get to work hard. I get to go to bed tired and exhausted, but knowing that you know I'm fulfilling God's will in my life. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those things like, like I think about whenever we had our sign shop on main street and constantly working late, like, like working on the weekends, not home until later in the evening, missing a lot of stuff with my kids. I got to the point I didn't want to do that anymore. So I had to make a change and the change I made, like when we first made the change, oh my gosh, like it was 
kind of forced on us because the um, everybody was forced to not work for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. That kind of got forced on us, but then we were able to make that work and to focus on other things and uh, then realizing that success is different for every single person. Right. You know, and the thing that I love about now is I still have, like, deadlines that I have to hit mm-hmm. uh, with certain things that I have to do, but it's not like it was before. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have constantly have people – breathing down my neck of why didn't you get this done? Right. Um, you said it would be done by this time, you right. know, and that, that, that anxious feeling of having to hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's exactly what you mean. <laughs> oh, I have to, I still have to fight that yeah. because a lot of times like I'll do stuff with the kids and, uh, they're working on something like we're working outside and I'm like, all right, you guys, you got to hurry. We got to get this done. We got to mm-hmm. get this done. Mm-hmm. We got to do this, this and this. And then I catch myself. I'm like, You're doing the same thing to them. Like, I don't want to put that on them. Right. Right. You know, cause it's, that we don't have to mm-hmm. get, I mean, that's, that's the thing we have freedom where we are mm-hmm. and it's great. And like, and then I'm not saying that every single night I get to go to bed at like, you know, uh, at a regular time or get to right. finish I get to finish work at five. Right. Most cases I'm done between three and four o'clock every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can do, cause I do, uh, animal chores stuff in the morning mm-hmm. and then we'll do stuff in the evening. Yep. And then rarely ever do I have late nights mm-hmm. like last night. I was up until about midnight doing stuff, uh, but that's rare. Yeah. That used to be like four days a week at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's good like, to cut that out. Yeah, so I don't have to do that that often anymore. I mean, I probably have a late night like that, like, gosh, maybe once every other month, if that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of that is my decision. So yeah. last night I stayed later because I knew that I was coming here to record mm-hmm. with you today. So whenever I get home, my day's going to be way easier mm-hmm. <laughs> than it would have been if I wouldn't have done that. Right. So, well, I'm, I'm fortunate with my schedule is because, you know, I, I can, one, I can schedule my clients, not necessarily whenever, you know, cause a lot of them, it, you know, their schedules, they can only come at certain times. Right. So I have, I have yeah. flexibility within that, but if I have clients at let's say 8am, for example, I don't, but say I have one at 8am, I can do my morning chores, like what you're talking about, have my clients, you know, they go off to work or, or whatever it is. And then I'm doing more chores and I'm having lunch and I can, yeah. you know, got another client then I can do more. So it's like, I have complete freedom and flexibility to get those things done. Sure. I got deadlines too. You know, like the grass has to be cut. The, the trees need to be pruned. You know, the, all these things need to be done, yeah. but I've got flexibility with that. So if the grass doesn't get cut today or if those wood chips didn't get moved today because the tractors messed up, it's like, it's not, not that big of a deal. You know, yeah. I can just shift and do other things that I need to do. So it's good. It's, fu- it's good being able to, to work in, in that freedom of, Hey, what's, what can I get done today? That's most important. And if something comes up, how can I shift and still be productive with, with my day? You know? So. Well, and to look at things in a different way too, because <clears throat> Cause like some, some of the things, like if you are like have a garden and stuff, once things are starting to produce and you're harvesting uh, every day, you don't want to miss the day of harvest because that's stuff that you can miss for yourself, for your customers. If you're selling uh, your produce to people. Right. But the thing I learned with that is on days to where there's just too much going on Mm -hmm. and say, I miss a day on harvesting for most things. It's fine. You can harvest the next day, but okra is not one of those things. Right. So (laughs) I know that all too well. Yeah. So okra is the hardest to stay caught up with for me. But then the thing that I realized instead of being frustrated of how much okra I'm losing, mm-hmm. I'm not losing it because when it gets past that size, I cut it in half and I throw it in with the chickens. Right. Like they're still like, I'm still benefiting from it Absolutely. because I get eggs from them right. every day. 
So like to change yeah. the, the mindset of being hard on yourself for not doing stuff like that and try to be more like yeah, it's laid fun, back. It's funny you mentioned that because that same thought happened to me today. So you taught me feeding the pigs with the watermelon and stuff. And yeah. so I didn't really stay on top of our watermelon this year. So I didn't harvest them like, you know, at per, and there's a lot of cantaloupe that went bad, you know, because I've been busy doing other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like you mentioned, you know, with the okra feeding it to your chickens, like those that watermelon's going either to our chickens or also yeah. to our pigs, you know, and so that doesn't get wasted. Oh, and they all. loved it. And so they love it, you know. So. But I'm pretty sure that you dumped it in there, and I'm pretty sure it was gone before we went around the corner. <laughs> yep, and I got, you know, uh, loads more of, of the watermelon, you know, so yeah. they're going to be happy for a little while. It's a different kind of work, you know. Yeah. But uh, not to say like, oh, it's just no no work at all. But it's just a different type of work. Yeah, it's 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 the difference between like, because if you have a good example, of this is my uh, middle son, Callan. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't love the farm stuff, mm-hmm. and he is probably one of my biggest helps that I have. But he makes it known that he's never going to have a farm. Like, <laughs> so, Just so y'all know, yeah, I'm putting in my 18 yeah. and I'm done. <laughs> but he wants to, uh, like when we go out to work, he works his butt off and does a fantastic oh, cool. job. And he really does. Um, but he doesn't enjoy it. Like compared mm-hmm. to my daughter, Alexa, uh, she will go out and work. And she loves the animals so much mm-hmm. that it, it's not work for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Like she would do that in her free time. Right. and. You know, Callan, even though he does a great job, like he like he makes it known like mm-hmm. this is not what I want to do, <laughs> you know, but it's different because yeah. if you do something that you love, you know, because like for a good example of this is your business. Mm-hmm. You do it because you love it because right. whenever you uh, started it, you didn't start it because you felt like it was a need in the community necessarily. Right. It was something that you had knowledge and passion in yeah, and you wanted I, to share. And I knew I wasn't going to be making nearly as much as my what I was at, you know, at my current yeah. job or even my, the potential at my current job. Um, I knew I was going to be taking a, a tremendous pay cut, you know, but, but with the pay cut, sometimes there's, there's a lot of peace that comes with uh, that. Yeah, for sure. And that piece is so much more going toward like a, a better, healthier life. Yeah. You know, 100%. just that there's to have, uh, that freedom. But I mean, but like we said, it's different for some people mm-hmm. because like I have a, a friend of mine, his name's James. Uh, he is one of those people that, he does the job of 10 people mm-hmm. and he loves it. Yeah. Like it it's exhausts grand. me yeah. to, to be around him when he's working just because of what he does. But you know, he loves that. He yeah. lo- And he can do that now because you know, his, uh, his kids are growing up and out of the house mm-hmm. now. And so he has the freedom to do that more mm-hmm. and he likes to do that more. And that's great. And so, to him doing that, that like, that's a peaceful thing for him. You know, and I get that to a degree because I can't sit still. Like if we sit down and decide to watch a movie together, I can watch about 20, 30 minutes and then I'm on my computer working as we're doing stuff right. just because like I have a hard time, yeah. you know, and I, that's why sometimes I have trouble sleeping for the same reason because mm-hmm. that's when I get my ideas and I write things down and a lot of times I'll share it with Aaron and then before long we've started another business together because right. that's what we do. Hey, that's all right. Um, and, but that's like that's fun for me. You know, that's peace for me to, to be able to do that. And, you know, like doing the sign shop and getting to do design work like that. I was good at that, but that's not, there wasn't peace there. There was, there was hecticness Mm -hmm. and rushing Mm -hmm. and just, I'm just glad to not do that, but I still get to do design stuff. I mean, like I designed your logo Mm -hmm. for you and designed a lot of logos for different people right here. And I like doing that. Right. Right. Just not the same. Right. And that, that's kind of how it was with, with J.E. Dunn and construction, building stuff. Like I, en- I enjoyed that process of you got bare ground, you yep. know, and 
you work together as a team, boom, you've, you've got something built, right? And here, it's fun being able to build. I mean, the, you know, the farm, the this actually used to be a be a farm. There used to be cows out here, you know, and, and this was things. Sarah Sarah's grandpa. Yeah, Sarah's property? grandpa. Yep, li- lived here and maintained it for thirty three years, I think, or so. And yeah. so, um, anyway, it's fun being able to rebuild um, the farm, you know, that once was here. Sure, it's going to look a little bit different, but you know, I've got a background in construction so I get to u- utilize those those skills that I've learned and and uh, be able to make it functional out here okay so we've talked about how you started your business mm-hmm. how you had to restart your business again after you got here right. how your marketing you you utilize uh, social media to a degree mm-hmm. um, but most of your marketing is done through word of mouth right why would it benefit me to come here to work with you instead of going to like one of the big guys in town, like planet fitness or something like that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, cause when people want to, or the re- main reason why people want to work out is just to be healthier, to feel better. And that is so, it's so much more complicated than just working out, just, yeah. just fitness. Well, it's a lifestyle. It, exactly. And so if you go to a trainer who that's all they have you do is, Hey, here's this, here's this program. going to come in and, and that's all they had. That's all they have you do. They don't talk to you about the, the other parts of your lifestyle, you know, what, what you're eating on a daily basis, um, you know, if you're sleeping well, those types of things, then you're only going to get the benefit of what that, what that exercise provides, you know. And so coming here, we get to offer multiple, a varied amount of knowledge, you know, to, to our clients. And so even with my brother at, and my sister-in-law who work for or who started Precision Health up in Kansas City, which is one of the main reasons why we started Precision Fitness, you know, the things that, that he and, and her have taught me, I've been able to share with my clients, you know, or I've been able to ask them for advice on, say, hey, I've got a client that they're, you know, this part's hurt and what could be the cause, you know, yeah. and they, boom, check these things, ding, 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 you know, and so the value that, that we can provide people is much more than just a workout. Man, thank you so much. This has been, uh, this has been fun. Um, I mean, first off, like, we don't get to catch up very much. So right. there's there's a whole lot of us just talking right. and catching up in this too. But hopefully some people uh, learn from your experiences because there's no cut and dry way to do this. Right. Like there's no right. cookie cutter method that works for everybody. Right. Um, I, think but, the, I think the main thing is, you know, just getting up every single day, being excited to, to do, you know, what, what, what you want, what you're, uh, what you're doing and going to bed at night thinking about, man, how can, how can I make tomorrow better? For sure. I love it. All right, man. Thanks so much. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to Startup Stable Success. If you have any questions or maybe an idea for a future episode, or maybe you want to sponsor an episode, please hit us up at startupstablesuccess at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.